Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back to another edition of the Believe in Ohio State Football Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Tully. Thank you once again for hopping on to talk Buckeyes. And this week, we have a big topic. It's a historic day as I'm recording this on July 1st. As most states are enacting their NIL name image likeness laws into action to allow NCAA players to profit off their name, likeness, and image. Uh, Something that's been a long time coming and been a hot topic issue for probably the last 20 or so years, if not throughout the entirety of the, you know, semi-professional college market with these big teams playing on big time televisions, being featured in video games, all the different stipulations that are involved. Of course, uh, you think about historically players that had issues come up like Reggie Bush or players you know like Ohio State having trading off money and selling their trophies and selling their rings to get tattoos and everything like that what the NIL now does is it allows players to profit off their image and likeness the way that most of these athletes have hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers and I saw uh, you know there's a gymnast at LSU who has five million concurrent followers who's able to capitalize on that and that's fantastic right the the peak of most of these players athletic career will be at these universities right they have a four-year pocket to make a little bit of extra cash if they're not going to go on and be a professional and even if you're not going to be if you're going to be a professional if it's not in football or uh, Uh, hockey or basketball, one of these big-time sports, um, it's pretty hard after to get in the limelight. I think to be able to capitalize on that, particularly when you're at a school like Ohio State or Michigan where the brand is a part of that and it always has been, um, I think now with the NIL, it actually allows players to build their brand at other schools. So while some people will think, well, now can't just Ohio State and Michigan and Alabama and Clemson work their way and say, all right, well, if you come to us, you'll make the most money and everything out of that. First off, wasn't that what was happening already? Is there anybody that Ohio State, Clemson, or Alabama has wanted on their team that they lost to a school outside of Alabama or Clemson or Ohio State? If they want players, they're typically getting them no matter what. Um, So I don't think you have to worry about this impacting recruiting to get any more top-heavy, right? I'd say college football right now is more top-heavy than it's ever been, um, you know, from 10 years ago. And even the drop-off in the last 10 years has shown that, and that happened under the old rules. So I don't think there's enough of a problem there to really warrant a concern. So we will get into that as the show goes on. But first, a word from our sponsor, Bet Online. The month is of June is heating up with a ton of exciting sports action, and Bet Online is where you can find it from basketball and hockey playoffs to baseball's marquee matchups, including prop bets and futures. Bet Online has all the latest odds, news, and information for your online sports betting needs. Visit the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device 
to join for and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head on over to betonline.ag and start playing today. If you listened to our show last week, you'll be uh, hopefully profiting off of the Lightning taking down the Canadiens. There's still some time left, but if you had the big money for the sweep or for a 4-1, to one, uh, that is looking quite good right now. The Lightning just overpowering um, the Montreal Canadiens so far. Um, and I had a little bet online success of my own with the Phoenix Suns taking down the Clippers. So I was very happy with the way that worked out. Get to betonline.ag. Put your bets in and win this summer. You could be a big winner on July 4th in the hot dog eating contest, if you please. So with the NIL being enacted, what is the impact on Ohio State, right? We can think about all the different roles players could have. And if you look at a player like Justin Fields, who just moved on into the NFL, he was a player, he was second in college football last year, uh, only to Trevor Lawrence as far as Instagram followers. There were plenty of opportunities uh, that, given the current climate, he would have been able to pull off, right? If he had the ability to profit off his name, image, and likeness based on the Ohio State fan base, based on his Instagram following, I'm sure there were plenty of marketing and endorsement deals that would have been open to him and now rolling forward for Ohio State. Um, does that make it even more important for who wins this quarterback conversation? If you're the first quarterback who's able to go ahead and, you know, if I'm sure that there'll still be options if you're the second or third guy, but the starting quarterback at Ohio State, it's, you know, not quite playing shortstop for the Yankees or quarterback for the Cowboys, but it's pretty close in terms of everybody knows your name, everybody's watching you, um, and that is a great opportunity to build your own personal brand. So as if there was anything else that needed to be added to that competition to make it even higher stakes for Jack Miller, C.J. Stroud, and Kyle McCord, and then you look at a player like Quinn Ewers coming up who has, you know, he's got the signature look to him, he's this all-time player, uh, you know, the highest rated prospect ever to come to Ohio State. Uh, I'm certain that uh, endorsements will follow him. And you can look around uh, all throughout Ohio State, right? So it's not just a football team that would be impacted. You can look at, you know, the hockey team, the basketball team. There's a handful of players on the basketball team that will be able to come and get access to the Ohio State brand and utilize their own brand uh, to profit from the NIL. So I think it's a fantastic thing for college football. It's a fantastic uh, step for college sports to give these players who now have the ability to reach very large audiences to a profit on their name, right? Instead of just having the schools profit off of them or the TV networks or even the video game companies, which unfortunately I learned this week, we're going to have to wait till 2023 for the next edition of NCAA. I was hoping we'd be able to have some fan streams next fall where we could play on Twitch against each other and go back and forth, but maybe we'll do it over the 360 or something of that nature. So keep that in mind down the road. But for Ohio State, I think it's a fantastic thing. And one thing that we'll do right now is I'll just give you a bit of an overview on some of the rules that come into with the NIL. So if you're thinking about, right, which states, of course, so Alabama, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Kentucky, Mississippi, Nebraska, New Mexico, Ohio, Oregon, and Pennsylvania, as long as Texas, have all passed NIL legislation as of today, July 1st. And there are about 15 other schools or states with it in the roadmap, including Michigan in 2022. And there are other rules the NCAA is making to allow that to come faster. 
And he'd be saying, what are the different ways college athletes can make money? Of course, there are a handful of ways, but primarily, and it's not limited to this, autograph sales, social media, YouTube and Twitter videos, private training lessons, merchandise and endorsement deals to allow players to use their talents and to use their likenesses to promote products, but also to help out, you know, private training lessons, things like that for students who aren't able to have a summer job because they're practicing. uh, Maybe there's an ability there to do some one-on-one lessons and make a little bit of money on the side. But there are rules as well, right, of course. So how are college athletes um, blocked from making money within the system? There are a handful of different things, but they're mostly pay-to-play offers that are being blocked, right? So there's no quid pro pro. There's no compensation for work that is not performed. You know, there's no compensation that is relying on whether a student goes to a school or enrolls in a school. So there's no way that a booster could say, okay, here's $100,000, come to a, a you know, come to Oklahoma State or come to wherever, that's not, you can't do that, right? So there's nothing that can be contingent on the enrollment. And there has to be something um, as the student comes to the school, right? It has to be some kind of real endorsement plan. And then you'll say, okay, does this make it advantageous for bigger schools? Not any more than it already is, right? What it does is it brings these deals that have been happening in the black market or on the backside, it brings them to the forefront, right? It puts it in black and white, and the rules are, are, I would say, in favor of the players and also um, to protect the schools from any issues. And there's no compensation that can be contingent on an athlete's performance or achievement, right? So you can't say to Ezekiel Elliott, okay, if you score 12 touchdowns, we'll give you this amount, right? Or your endorsement comes up. It's all in the moment. It seems to be right now a very strong opportunity for players to make a little bit of money, to be able to utilize their moment of of fame. Because a lot of the players, and you see that in CAA commercial, they don't go pro in sports. And then when you're you know working as a consultant, uh, at Deloitte or Accenture, sure, it's great that you can uh, uh, do that job fantastic and everything, but you're not still getting the same kind of fame and buzz that you'd be getting uh, playing in the NFL. So while the co- while the player, their brand will never be hotter than when they're at these schools if they're not going to play in the NFL. You think about players from Ohio State like Robert Landers or Cardell Jones who were excellent college players that really helped out Ohio State, but they weren't going to be big-time NFL players. So it would have given players like that an opportunity to capitalize, to make the most, and set aside some money for their family um, as they move forward into other roles as well, but really to utilize, right? The amount of work and effort that these players put in into their sport, into you know training, into preparing for the sport, to learning about it, into the school aspect of it as well. It's fantastic that they now have the opportunity to capitalize on top of that. And pivoting from the NIL over to the recruitment trail for Ohio State. I actually just read a piece from the Athletics' Bill Landis that I encourage you to take a look at. Did a great job of summing up the Ohio State recruiting month including a couple big commitments. Caleb Brown, a four-star wide receiver, uh, committed during an official visit. Also, quarterback Terrence Brooks on June 30th, uh, June 30th, committed to Ohio State. He was offered just two weeks ago, was able to come in and committed right after. And then also running back Dallas Hayden announced his commitment for the class of 2022. Uh, and Bill says that will likely be the end of the running backs for the 22-22 run. Um, and also, uh, he mentions that Cam Dewberry and Chris McClellan, uh, a four-star offensive tackle for Dewberry and McClellan is a defensive tackle, picked up recent crystal ball, 
football predictions to end up in Columbus, uh, along with a handful of other commitments that was coming through. And they did lose a 2022 commitment with Dasson McCullough committing to Indiana. Um, but I'm sure Ohio State will be able to kind of look down their list and understand where everybody falls and set things up for the forward, um, including as uh, Bill goes into. I, I really recommend you take a look at this article. It's fantastic, very in-depth, um, and there's some great pieces about the running backs in 2023. If you think about the group that Tony Alford has been able to recruit during his time at Ohio State, he's had great running backs, Ezekiel Elliott, J.K. Dobbins, Sermon on the transfer, Master Teague will be challenged this year, uh, Travion Henderson is coming down the pipeline in 2021 and might actually see uh, an opportunity to play as well as Evan Pryor. Uh, Ohio State continues to load back up, right? They're on the road. They're looking for more backs. Richard Young, who's the top back in that class of 2023, has been to Ohio State as well as Justice Haynes, the number three back in the country. There's plenty of talent out there, and it's going to be a matter of who Tony Alford sees leading his offensive attack going forward for Ohio State. So that's a look at the recruiting trail. And it wouldn't be a slow summertime month uh, sports talk show if we didn't do a quick Mount Rushmore in honor of the July 4th holiday over the weekend. Uh, I think this will give you a really good idea where I stand as far as Ohio State. Um, I think if you exclude coaches, it makes it a lot easier. Of course, if you want to do coaches, uh, you can go all the way down the line with a pretty quick, I would say, Woody Hayes, Urban Meyer, Earl Bruce, and Jim Tressel. Now, I think there is an argument to replace Earl Bruce, Bruce with Ryan Day if they are to win a national championship. Uh, but I'm not sure that that's a cement Mount Rushmore as far as coaches. Uh, but I do like Bruce Meyer, Woody Hayes, and Jim Tressel as my four on the Mount Rushmore with the possibility for Ryan Day to maybe sneak his way on there if they can get a national championship or two in the next couple of years. So we made it easy there by uh, eliminating the coaches. But now if you're looking at players, and this is something I thought about for a long time this week, who are the Ohio State Mount Rushmore faces? Um, I think you have to give it to Archie Griffin. I think he has to be your number one on your list. Two Heisman trophies, all-time great player, um, and has been a, a constant presence within Ohio State, you know, since for the entirety of his adult life. He's always around. You can see him, you know, if you're around campus, there's a good chance you can bump into Archie every once in a while, and he was a fantastic player. Number two, I think you have to stay at running back. I think when you think Ohio State, you think Ohio State football, you think Eddie George. Eddie George, a Heisman Trophy winner for the Buckeyes in the 90s, uh, an all-time NFL player as well as an Ohio State talent, and somebody who also has stayed in, very involved with the Ohio State community. And now is where it gets tough, right? So you have your two. When you think of Ohio State, you see Archie Griffin, you see Eddie George running down the sideline. I think the next nod, of course, goes to Orlando Pace, a dominant force for Ohio State, playing left tackle and a dominant player in the NFL for so many years, a Hall of Famer in the NFL, and of course a Hall of Famer, uh, an All-American for Ohio State during his time, who'll come around every once in a while to a game and be recognized to roaring crowds, he has his name up on the wall, um, a tried and true player for Ohio State. 
and this is the last spot, right? You could give it, I would love to just say the quarterback, right? Because in the college, you or if you're thinking about the NFL and you're thinking about maybe Dallas, for example, that's who I always use, but you could put Roger Staubach or Troy Aikman on there pretty quick. When you think of Ohio State, because there's a new quarterback every two, three years, it's hard to really give one guy the crown. Um, I think you have to uh, default to Heisman trophies. I think you have to put Troy Smith on there as your fourth uh, Ohio State Buckeye. A couple trips to the national championship for him, a Heisman Trophy, um, ended up, you know, with one of the all-time victories over the University of Michigan. Somebody, when you think about beating Michigan, you think about Ohio State, you think about the success, you think about Heisman trophies, you think Troy Smith. So my Mount Rushmore across, um, whether it's North or South Dakota, don't don't uh, don't call me on that if I'm wrong, but. From left to right, Archie Griffin, Eddie George, Orlando Pace, and Troy Smith for my Mount Rushmore. Another short episode this week. We'll start to kind of add in a little bit as the features roll on throughout the end of the summer and get ready for football season. We're going to add in our best players list. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to count down from 30 players, the best 30 players that Ohio State will face in the regular season this year. We'll do a little bit of an in-depth dive. We'll give you an idea of some players that you're going to run into in the fall, maybe that you've seen before, maybe you haven't seen before. But players Ohio State's going to have to game plan around and rank them all the way up from number 30 to the best player on the list at number one. So I'm really excited for that. I've been putting the list together for about a week now, uh, continuing, and hopefully we'll be able to get some guests in to discuss as well and talk about some of these players. Uh, Enjoy the long weekend and the holiday weekend. And once again, thank you to our sponsors at betonline.ag for sponsoring and supporting the show. Happy 4th of July, and go Bucks! Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.